This is Monsters of the Cupboard, a podcast that details infamy and scandal from the world of sport. Hello and welcome to Monsters of the Clubhouse, season four, the second of the Scandals edition. This episode features one of the darker scandals to shock collegiate sport in the States, the Baylor basketball scandal. A word of forewarning, this is likely the shortest of the episodes. This is largely down to the fact that while a lot of sources on the scandal exist, many of them are conflicting. In addition, there's a large portion of the story that is still unknown and likely will forever be shadowed in mystery. I will always attempt to try and provide the truth when detailing these cases, even if I acknowledge that new evidence tends to come to light as time bears on. And now to the story. The Baylor University basketball scandal occurred in the early noughties when Baylor University's men's basketball program was investigated and punished for numerous infractions by the National Collegiate Athletic Association, or commonly referred to with the NCAA. By means of a brief introduction, Baylor University, located in Waco, Texas, is a renowned private Christian research institution with a rich history and a commitment to academic excellence. Established in 1845, Baylor is the oldest continuously operating university in Texas and holds a distinguished place in the state's educational landscape. At its heart, Baylor is deeply rooted in its Christian identity, fostering an environment that encourages the integration of faith and learning. The university embraces a values-based education, promoting character development and a strong sense of community. These principles serve as the foundation for the educational experience and contribute to the nurturing and holistic development of students. The Bears, Baylor's athletics teams, compete in NCAA Division I sports, and it would be one of the more easily recognised colleges for the average sports fan. To discuss this scandal, I must first introduce you to three key figures. Patrick Dennehy, Carlton Dotson, and coach Dave Bliss. Patrick Dennehy was a promising young basketball player. Born on the 29th of January 1983 in Santa Clara, California, Dennehy had a passion for basketball from a young age and showed immense talent on the court. Dennehy attended St. Francis High School in Mountain View, California, where he quickly made a name for himself as a standout player. Standing at six feet nine inches tall, he was a dominant force on the court. Known for his athleticism, scoring ability, and strong defensive skills. During his high school career, he earned numerous accolades and was heavily recruited by top college basketball programs across the nation. After an impressive high school career, then he committed to play college basketball at the University of New Mexico, where he joined the Lobos basketball team. In his freshman year, he showed great promise and he made significant contributions to the team. 
and he was considered a rising star in the college basketball scene. Following his freshman year, however, he decided to transfer from New Mexico to Baylor University. His roommate during his time at Baylor was none other than Carlson Dotson. Carlson Dotson, a freshman at the time, was born on the 11th of November 1982 in Baltimore, Maryland. Similar to Denny, Dotson from a young age had been a standout player and had drawn recruitment opportunities from across the country. And he made the decision to commit to Baylor. Having introduced Dennehy and Dotson, it's now time to introduce the key figure to this entire story, and it will be Coach Dave Bliss. Dave Bliss is a controversial figure in the world of college basketball. Known for his coaching career, but also infamous for his involvement in the Baylor basketball scandal. He was born on August 20th, 1943 in Oklahoma. Bliss was drawn to the game of basketball from an early age and developed a passion for coaching that would shape his professional life. Bliss' coaching journey began in the 1960s and he climbed the ranks as an assistant coach at various institutions, gaining valuable experience and honing his coaching skills. In 1975, he got his first head coaching position at Oklahoma City University. It is here that he achieved considerable success. During his time at Oklahoma City University, he led the team to the NAIA Division I National Championship in 1991. Bliss' success at Oklahoma City University caught the attention of larger college basketball programs and he was offered the head coaching position at the University of New Mexico in 1995. During his tenure at New Mexico, Bliss continued to make a name for himself as a skilled tactician and a coach who could get the best out of his players. However, it was Bliss's next coaching stop that would forever tarnish his reputation and be etched in the annals of college basketball infamy. In 1999, he accepted the head coaching position at Baylor University, a school that was striving to elevate its basketball program to national prominence. So with all three men in situ, it's time to actually get into the crux of the scandal. The Baylor University basketball scandal is a dark chapter in the history of collegiate sport that rocked the Baylor community and sent shockwaves throughout the entire nation. The scandal came to light in 2003 and involved multiple allegations of sexual assault and misconduct committed by members of the men's basketball team, as well as claims of a lack of proper response and accountability from the university. To understand the context of the Baylor basketball scandal, it is essential to delve into the background of the university's athletic program. Baylor University, located in Waco, has a rich tradition in collegiate sports and its basketball program has experienced some success over the years. However, in the pursuit of athletic excellence, there were signs of an environment where certain 
ethical and moral boundaries were neglected. As mentioned in the early noughties, the Baylor's men's basketball team was under the leadership of head coach Dave Bliss. Under his guidance, the team had seen modest improvements on the court, but had not achieved the level of success that the university administration desired. In an attempt to bolster the team's performance, Bliss and his coaching staff allegedly resorted to unethical practices, compromising the integrity of the program and the safety of the students involved. The scandal began to unravel when one of the players, Patrick Dennehy, mysteriously disappeared in June 2003. Dennehy's family and friends grew increasingly concerned and reported him missing. As authorities began to investigate, suspicion fell on Carlton Dotson, who had previously displayed signs of emotional instability and erratic behaviour. Several weeks after Dennehy's disappearance, Dotson was arrested in his hometown of Maryland in connection with the case. In a shocking confession, Dotson admitted to shooting and killing Dennehy during an altercation in Waco. He led authorities to the remote location where Dennehy's body was found. To this day, the motive behind the killing remains unclear and the events leading up to the fatal confrontation are surrounded in mystery. Speculations range from personal disputes to mental health issues, but no definitive answers have ever been provided. Dotson's trial began in 2005 and he pled guilty to the murder of Patrick Dennehy. He received a 35-year prison sentence for his crime. During the trial, details of Dotson's troubled mental state and history of mental health issues were revealed. It became evident that he had struggled with emotional and psychological challenges, raising questions about the adequacy of mental health support and resources available to college athletes. With the spotlight firmly on the coaching staff and administration at Baylor, it was discovered that coach Dave Bliss and his staff were providing financial assistance to some players, which is a clear violation of NCAA regulations. To cover up these illicit payments, Bliss allegedly devised a plan to portray Patrick Dennehy as a drug dealer falsely claiming that he was funding his education and lifestyle through the sale of illicit drugs. This insidious attempt to shift blame on a deceased player and tarnish his re reputation further exacerbated the gravity of the situation. As the investigation continued, even more shocking revelations emerged. Multiple former Baylor players came forward with allegations of a hostile and toxic teen culture, where rules were flouted and sexual misconduct was tolerated. Female students reported incidents of sexual harassment involving members of the basketball team, highlighting a disturbing pattern of inappropriate behavior that had gone on unaddressed for far too long. 
the Baylor basketball scandal exposed not only the wrongdoing within the program, but also the systematic failures of the university's leadership in responding to these issues. It raised questions about the accountability of coaches, the oversight of the athletics department, and the protection of student athletes from harm. When the scandal reached public awareness, it sent shockwaves across the states and sparked outrage among Baylor students, alumni, and the wider community. The university administration faced immense pressure to take swift and decisive action to address the crisis and hold those responsible accountable. In response to the allegations, Baylor University launched a thorough investigation into the basketball program. The findings confirmed the extent of the misconduct and unethical behaviour within the team and it led to the firing of coach Dave Bliss and the resignation of several university officials. In the aftermath of the scandal, Baylor took significant steps to address the systemic issues and prevent such a situation from reoccurring. The university implemented reforms in its athletic department, including improved oversight and compliance measures to ensure that NCAA rules and regulations were strictly adhered to. Furthermore, Baylor University sought to rebuild trust and support for survivors of sexual assault and misconduct. The institution established counselling services and support systems to assist survivors and committed to creating a safer and more respectful campus environment for all students. The legal repercussions of the scandal were also significant. Carlton Dotson, the player charged with Patrick Dennehy's murder, pled guilty to crime and was sentenced to 35 years in prison. Coach Dave Bliss faced a range of legal and professional consequences for his involvement in the cover-up. This included a 10-year ban from coaching in the NCAA. The Baylor basketball scandal served as a stark reminder of the potential consequences when the pursuit of athletic success overshadows the well-being and safety of student-athletes. It shed light on the importance of fostering a culture of integrity, accountability, and respect within collegiate sports programs. In the years following the scandal, Baylor University has made significant progress in rebuilding its reputation and regaining public trust. The university's commitment to transparency, reform and support for survivors has been a critical step towards healing and preventing similar incidents in the future. The Baylor basketball scandal remains a cautionary tale reminding us all of the responsibilities that educational institutions and athletic programs have in safeguarding the well-being and dignity of their student-athletes. It serves as a call to action for colleges and universities across the states to prioritise the safety and welfare of their students above all else and to hold individuals accountable for any wrongdoing regardless of their position or achievement. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little bit sparse on detail, such as the kind of conclusive evidence and sources that are out there. But I'm just going to give you a quick friendly reminder that reviews, even just a rating on whatever platform you're listening to, really help. 
pushed the show forward and helped me to continue to produce these shows. Good night. <laughs>